Hello everyone, welcome to Gay, a show where the host is gay. The show is called Gay. Do we need to clap still? Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Gay, the show where the host is gay. The show's called Gay, but the topic doesn't have to be. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> My name is Simon, and with me I'm joined by... Taylor. Austin. And we're a little late this uh, month, the year, not month. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to upload today. Sunday, mm-hmm. but we're recording it right now, so obviously that's not happening. Right. Um, that's more my fault than anyone else's. <laughs> I, for- I forgot about it, to be honest. I okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. <laughs> right. No, I was just doing my business. So we were supposed to do it last week, but I don't know, I dicked around. I feel like Ellen really was to blame. Mm. She distracted us more than I think I've ever been distracted by any human being in my life. Yeah. yeah. And she knew that we had such responsibilities. That she and was then like, I, w- I was supposed to be here yesterday, but I decided to ditch that and go to the bars with uh, my friend who lives out of town uh, as a flight attendant. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from that, we're getting it done. Uh, We're here. Um, Blade Runner just came out to date this podcast, if anybody is watching. Um, Which one? uh, 20... 49. 49? Okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure. Not the first one. I didn't know it was a sequel. I thought it was a remake. Uh, Is it a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. I mean, that first movie had a lot of like content in this. So maybe that actually would be good. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about I'm it. I'm seeing the first one on Tuesday, uh, and then probably the second one the next day or something. The way you're saying that, is it is it like being played in a theater? Yes. Okay. Was... Oh, oh, no, I... Uh, so I started a movie club on campus uh, at UNO, and as a club, we're going to watch it at the Pike House. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would be cool though. I could probably they probably are playing it. Like, I thought, the, I, yeah, the way the way you were talking about it earlier was I thought it was like a like a retro showing like mm. maybe for your club you could go to the university and see if you can get some space for like a theater. Uh, we, a theater I mean we're not that big for of a club. <laughs> we usually are good in the Pike House. Okay. Um, but if we get bigger, I'll look into. Well, that. I'm just saying <laughs> that if you wanted to like go to a room that you can get either a screen projector or something where you could have you know an actual, a theater experience. Yeah. A little more official than we're having a basement club. It's in a not house. In a basement. It's in a living room. <laughs> <laughs> well, a frat house. Of a frat, frat house. house. Awesome. Um, but I've been very busy, and that's probably why I've been sort of like ditching out on this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, am now the social media director for Dance Marathon. Which is like oh, the uh, not dance phila- marathon, the philanthropy that uh, our entire school puts on, and so I have been busy with that. Uh, <laughs> just adjusted your phone, and then I've uh, I just got workday done for uh, the Pike house manager job that I have, um, so I've been doing that up until the thirtieth of September, uh, but now that that's over, I really don't have anything to do. Uh, for Pike. I'm actually skipping one of our meetings to be here. Oh, wow. I probably shouldn't say that because they're the only ones that watch this. It's true. You are alienating our target audience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, I have this dumb class, so uh, every five weeks we transition to a new teacher who teaches a different section of the class. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. So uh, we just transitioned uh, a couple weeks ago, and we're learning, like, writing stories and writing, like, feature stories and stuff. I was in the radio part of it at the beginning. Okay. Um, and it sucks. Because we have to do one story, but we have to develop it each week. 
So, like, our first Do Thursday is, like, the feature story. So, like, the 300, 500-word yeah. story. And then next week, we have a photo essay. So we have to have a bunch of photos to put with it. And then the third week, we have an infographic. So we have to create, like, with statistics and stuff. So you had to pick a story that has this longevity. So I decided to go with uh, Extra Life, which is the uh, charity that we're they're doing. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to have no personal involvement with it. So I'm just saying that Brendan's the one <laughs> running it. Uh, you're lying. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> they're not going to see this. <laughs> um, wow. So... Yeah, I have to interview Brendan, probably over the phone or something, uh, this week before Thursday. And then I just said I was going to interview um, Matt Lewis, who, uh, he was our Miracle Kid for Dance Marathon last year, like through Pike. Uh, and he's 16, he has MLS, and he's been getting treatment from the Children's Hospital uh, his whole life, basically. Uh, and I have yet to ask him, but I want him to come to Extra Life, because I think that'd be a really cool thing to have on, when, like during the time we're on Rooster Teeth, to actually mm-hmm. have like a Miracle Kid. Um, so I have to get in contact with him and his mom, because I have to have his mom's permission because he's underage. Um, but I'm sure that I'll be fine. I just, I'm worried about it all happening in the next four days. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wow, this sounds very you. I mean, yeah. every detail about this is unsurprising. <laughs> well, it's good that you're doing stuff, though, at least. I guess. I still need a job, though. But Yeah, money's good. Money is good. Yeah, that's basically all I've been doing is working. Like, if it's... If I'm not at, because he's hero on the week, hero day at the weekends, and then during the week it's the call center, and then it's my free time is rehearsal, and then eating and sleeping. Mm. How's the call center? You've been there for a while now. Um, yeah, I've been there for mm, two months. Uh, no, August twenty something. So just like almost two months, month and a half ish, and I mean it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Um, it's super easy. Uh, I basically just get to sit there and talk to alumni for like a, a block is like three and a half hours and there's like there's nine blocks within the week you have to, you have to pick three to work for sure and then after that anything is extra mm-hmm. um, and they do like raffles and stuff like that for um, any extra hours so like they basically like telling you come in you'll give you free stuff and um, so they just get to talk to like alumni about their experiences and like Basically, I, I ask advice for a lot of them, like, like any, especially grad students. What's the coolest alumni you've ever talked to? Um, a girl who offered me a job out of college. Oh, shit. <laughs> she wow. uh, is a pharmaceutical um, auditor, and she to- in California, she makes 33 grand a month. Nice. That and- sounds like a pyramid scheme. I would have <laughs> Um No, and she's, she told me, because I told her like, I want to do research and stuff like that, and so she told me that... After I graduate with my undergrad and do a couple years of research to hit her up on LinkedIn, I was like, okay. Okay. And then another one that would be interesting would probably be, um, I've talked to the owner of, uh, what is it called? Um, it's, there's one in town, but there's all, it's a yoga place. Um, Pure Bar? No. I'm saying Locust, but that sounds wrong. Oh, Lotus? Lotus. Lotus House of Yoga. I I talked to the owner of that. Okay. Um, and uh, none of this is sponsored content. That's yeah, no, no, it's just experiences. I'm sorry. We um, are in a new a new location though, just down the stairs from our true. old location. It's a wonderful our studio <laughs> bedroom uh, is being painted right now, <laughs> so uh, they're trying to get the house ready to sell it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, they. 
don't need this much space. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> you mean just your parents? Yeah. Two people in this like <laughs> five bedroom house. Five bed. Yeah. They don't. They're trying to downsize, <laughs> which is another movie coming out, which I'm excited for. Ah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I mean, it's, it's relatively easy. Plus, it's twenty five percent pay increase every month as long as you show up to your twelve scheduled shifts of the month. Um, and then if you like, if your credit card percentage, because like when you take donations from alumni. You have a credit card or pledge card, and if your credit card percentage for the month is higher than like the expected for the whole entire call center, so say they want like twenty nine percent credit cards of all pledges, and I get um, if I each have ten pledges, but three of them are credit cards, that's thirty percent for me. So I get wow. I get the twenty percent extra pay rate. I increase. want cool. to get to a place where I would be an alumnus that would be called because I know that I would be hung up upon. You know how, like, telemarketing, you always, like, you, you get hung up on because you're terrible. I would for sure be like, how dare you call me <laughs> and ask for money for this hellhole? <laughs> I mean, certainly they're going to give me this paper in December. I better, you know, it better happen, but... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I should I should audit them for all the therapy <laughs> I'm going to need from yeah. dealing with their shenanigans. Um, but, like, I mean, that's great that that you know center does you know such good work for you know helping people get money because i mean do you think it's like it's not very demanding is it like it's you just call people they just call people i mean uh the supervisors they do like coaching calls like during it and so like they like grade you basically how you come how you do um it's really hard in some situations because like i've worked i've done a job like an internship where i was selling door to door and so like i know people like financial situations and so like I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm like the expert on it, but like hearing people's tone of voice, like them talking and like giving like reasons why they can't donate, it's like okay, um, I can tell this person's being very sincere. And I don't like keep pressuring them, yeah. but like most times I have to, I have to go through all four asks um, on a call to get like hundred yeah. percent unless they unless they do something like proper and like it starts at one fifty, goes to hundred, goes to fifty two, and then thirty five. And the only reason the only way I can skip to thirty five is if they're unemployed. Um, they're a grad student, or um, they've had uh, some serious medical like, expenses come up, like or like, and un- unexpected, like mm. planning a, having a baby. That was nine months in the planning. You can't, right? You can't use that as an excuse. Yeah. Um, like you know that was happening, but like someone just like broke a bone or just surgery or stuff like that. Like that's yeah. stuff I can like be like okay. okay. Um, mm. What about like I, I'm going to be having some elective surgery in the next couple months? I just can't afford to give anything out. I gotta go through the four ass. Oh, okay. Um, and, like, there's, there's been times when, like, um, and, like, if they've, if they've donated, before, if, like, if they donate to something, and, um, then I just don't have to, I don't have to go through the ass. Like, there's one guy who was an alum for, I, I call Carney a lot, I don't know why. I'm just really good at getting Carney to participate, I guess. Carnies? Um, yeah. People from Carney or, like, the carnival folks? There's a carnival, there's a, a circus in town. I drove by it on the way here. It's it's like Cirque Italiana or something. Ooh, I gotta avoid that part of town. Yeah, it's at the Lancaster Event Center. Oh, the horse farm. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, I hate that place. That no. place is where dreams gonna die. No, well, the call center we call for all University of Roscoe schools. That's, so uh, UNO, UNL, UNMC, and UNK. Why would you not just do UNC? Let me know if you ever call a Pike at UNO and tell me who it is. What? Let me know if you ever call a Pike at UNO and tell me who it is. I've talked to a few Pikes, but they're from you. They were from UNL, so. Is that what he said, TJ? No. Okay. <laughs> but but I started chanting the 
I think. Oh my uh, god. Just because I knew it. <laughs> oh um, so misleading. <laughs> what if you told them a secret that you're not supposed to know? Yeah. And just hung up like. Would they be mad? Yeah. What would they do? Would they incite the god or whatever? <laughs> the pike god. Yeah. No, but I assume it's some sort of kraken. But uh, it's, yeah. it's a, I don't know. Okay. We have a book called The Oak. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Ask. I mean, <laughs> Pycaps is the white diamond, so. Okay, a lot of secrets on this podcast. I mean, the white you just look <laughs> that up. Secrets is just singles. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh wow. And as disinteresting as they keep coming. That is interesting how that battery's dying more than this one. They're both at full power. Interesting. I can charge that one. Hmm. Um, but no, so it's, 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 I mean, super easy, and like, I, so I call Carney a lot, um, and I get them to participate. But no, it's, it's a really laid back job. Um, plus they're, they're super lenient, and like, if I, so like, I get scheduled, I've been getting scheduled at Hero more so in the, during the week than I usually mm-hmm. do. And so like, I'm, I'll split up one of my shifts on like, so I worked Monday and Wednesday this week at Hero. I'll split up one of my required shifts a few hours before Hero here, a few hours before Hero here. Like, they're, they're okay with splitting it up. Okay. As long as you talk to them about it. Well, I know where I'm going to be applying in the next two hours. <laughs> um, so I've been basically training for a half marathon. Oh, yeah. uh, my knees are shot, uh, but my heart is strong. Uh, and my clothes are too big at this point. That's it's, good. It's good to hear. It's a good thing. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, have found that it is not as hard as I thought it was going to be to get back into it. Honestly, it took a couple days, and uh, I was going to run yesterday, actually. I was going to do a half marathon, but uh, I got a shin splint, and that is the worst pain, and it's just bad because it's like you're not actually physically hurt. It just hurts. Like, your body is just like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really is absolutely nothing more than your body whipping out on you. And How do you prevent those? Is it, like, something wrong with form or something? Because when I did football in high school, I used to always get them. Yeah. No, when I... Well, first of all, like, any sort of crashing motion, not super great for it. Uh, so, like, football, for example, when you're, like, really hitting your knees against... Or you're not hitting your knee, but hitting your uh, feet against the... the Turf. Yeah. Uh, I did them all the time in marching band. Terrible. Um, I know that... And, let, like, because sometimes shin splints are actually serious, very, like... But oftentimes they're not. Um usually you want to go through them from what I understand like you just want to keep fighting or not fighting through it but like work out through it and uh in this case that's all I needed to do at the end it wasn't as bad but um I mean the next day I didn't have them it, it depends on like if you I feel as though in my experience when you let them be like when you let them hurt in fact like the way you do it it hurts way more way longer uh but I just usually stretch them out and they go through them and yeah, yeah. um as far as like avoiding them I think that your body just stops doing it, I guess. Uh, either that, or uh, it's probably just form, I guess. Because the thing is, is that I run cross country, so I'm on different elevations and stuff. And stuff, so it's not like I think I get them way more on treadmills mm. than uh, not. So having I've heard that too. Like treadmills are bad to run on a lot, just because like there's not a lot of variation in elevation. And stuff. No, yeah, like, running running on natural land is much better for for your legs. Yeah, um, but the ticks. And it's gonna get cold out, right? The layer, rain. Layer up. I literally ran through a sewer the other day because the water. running in the rain the other day. I'm sorry. Was I talking? Because <laughs> <laughs> guess what? It was the sewer and rain for me. Actually, just a little bit more than you. Uh, I uh, I literally was in this underpass, and the water had risen at the moment that I got there to where it just flooded over. 
it, it was it was I mean it was gray water as oh, as it tells us yeah now that we all says. know what that means and yeah okay. vile vile and the, there weren't any gazebos thank you. <laughs> gazebos. <laughs> I uh, yeah the it movie was, was oddly obsessed with the term gray water like I feel like the director like learned it recently and then just tried to like incorporate it into his like art I mean good for him now that I know I have never heard that phrase yeah it's certainly a common thing that I see now. But like when on my running track, there's a certain part where you're like, I'm by the zoo. There's just a moment where you're just like, it's I'm in the zoo area. And what sucks is that I don't like to smell uh, the gray water and the sewer. Uh, call me old fashioned. So I'm usually like breathing through my mouth at this point. Well, then I find out that I'm so close to the sewer for such a long period of time that I physically taste it. Uh. Not because like, oh, I'm just a little bit in there. Like I have water in my mouth and I just want to vomit. And this is, like, mile four, and I have, like, four more to go. Like, this is way too much. Uh, so, really excited. Though. <laughs> that being said, for the next uh, time that I get to do it. So, hopefully this week I'll, I'll be able to do the Gotham Marathon. No, yeah. I've been running recently, and, like, every now and then I get shooting splits again. And I just, oh, I'm just, I'm just so sad, because back in my cross country for East, I just want to be able to go to Mac's office and just soak him. I, like I so like um, yeah I don't like I've only heard of Mac well, and just the getting the was it the personal a personal what what is his job name uh he's, he's an athletic trainer athletic yeah. trainer that's what it is yeah. yeah okay you know he sounded like a miracle worker but I just have never I was never um yeah I mean he's great at his job obviously he's in the athletic training hall of fame mm-hmm. um wow. yeah he. Uh, um, but yeah, in, in the back of his office is just, just this giant tub that they just ice water and then you just soak wow. and it just Sounds feels like great. Spa. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's 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 just it, it, it always was just soothe it so well. This is actually hot wax that just exfoliates the skin. <laughs> but no, it's like every now and then I run, when I run and I get like a chin sweat, I'm like, I can't just go ice bath it like I used to be able to. I'm gonna change the subject. Okay. If I had to ask you what the plot of Pulp Fiction was, what would you say? Putting me on the spot, huh? Yeah. Um, Either anybody can answer. <laughs> people are bad, but try to be funny. Okay. Um, I actually haven't seen Pulp Fiction all the way through. So I saw it for the second time on Tuesday uh, for my movie club, and everybody kept asking me, what, what's the plot of this movie? And I just tried, like, I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, it, it was just a bunch of it's just basically a collection of stories that all kind of relate to each other and they're all kind of like mob related or like whatever that is well what I the thing is is that it, it's a it's a it's one of those situations where like there's not really a main plot because that's not the theme of the movie like yeah it's many different stories so each section has its own plot and it's just they all are interrelated period. yeah that, and that's it like it and there's really no answer because that's the nature of it is no answer yeah right so yeah. it <laughs> So, uh, we were watching the movie, and it was a bunch of people who had never seen it before, and they were all just kind of, like, over it, how it was just a bunch of stories that they didn't, that, pe- <laughs> that characters were shared, but, like, they didn't think it was going anywhere. And then the last story, where, like, uh, uh, they end up at the diner that the movie started at, yeah. everyone was like, oh, it's the diner! <laughs> it's just like, really? <laughs> that, that, that's why you, you're into the movie now? <laughs> I really hate these those kind of glimpses into the mind of the average person like 
when we were watching it, there's that scene where the kid goes into the room alone because that happens all the time in this movie, and there's just a lot of clowns in there. Literally, like without skipping a beat, the guy next to me goes, huh, "Clowns." <laughs> and mind you, this is not a place where I was allowed to laugh, and and I was migraine already, and just hanging migraine. Yeah. And it's just, why are people the way that they are? Because that is exactly the thought process. It's, ooh, it's the diner. Like, that is not the point of the movie. Of course it's the diner. Yeah. It ends with the clothes. What, what more do you want? Like... Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It was it was funny, though, because, like, in relation to that, I, like, I'd seen the It's a Gazebo thing, like, all over Reddit and stuff like that, but I didn't understand why that was a thing, and then when I finally saw the movie, immediately when he said that, I was like, oh. Right. Yeah, no, I, I truly thought that there would be some sort of fear-related gazebo in, in the thing. No, it was just placebo. That's yeah. fine. Haha, ha, this little kid doesn't know what the word placebo is. Which is weird, because he knows so many other things. Why would, why would he not be able to know the word placebo? Yeah. He would have said that earlier in this movie, given a lot of the other words that he knows. Anyway. Like, his greatest fear is a leper. It's oddly specific. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, I'm not, I'm not saying that kids don't know that, but if he knows this, then why... Yeah, and he's very familiar with the AIDS crisis. I feel like he has a lot of vocabulary, including the word placebo. Yeah. But all right. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of... Oh, I started watching uh, Big Mouth, which is a show on Netflix. Uh, it's very funny. Um, I, it's... I, you might not think it's funny. Uh, just, it's very vulgar, but it's very, like... Uh, I don't know heartwarming in its vulgarness mm-hmm. um, I think it, all the acting's done really well the voice acting um, but like the main character is basically Joel <laughs> mm. like like he's wow. this it's this uh, prepubescent really short guy who's got big lips and uh, that's what he's known for <laughs> wow you are really just taking a couple pot shots of Joel right now aren't you well I, I remember growing up like he was like the short kid well, he still is short. I'm just, I'm, but, just, like, I'm just quite frankly saying that you're putting him under the bus right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, the only thing, I, I haven't Sorry, seen girl. it, but I did watch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, watch, I, I, I watched a review of it without giving any of the plot details away, but basically what he said is that it's very polarizing because what it does is that it very much relies on trying to relate to the audience's experiences on adolescence, and if it, like hits that and like people can relate to it as adult, like when they're growing up then it's great uh-huh. but not everybody has what it's trying to relate to and so if you don't you're just like gross See, but there's so many characters that like I feel like they hit every beat that they could hit okay. like I feel like there's each storyline has like a, a way that you can relate to these characters like if, if you don't relate to that specific experience through pupuorescence you relate to these other ones kind of thing. The main thing like they, was... They, hit all, they cover all the bases. This guy, I mean, this, this is very specific to this guy, but this guy's very, like, asexual and, like, had, like, no, like, sexual, like, what I would say, like, uh-huh. awakening in his teens and yet alone now. And he's like, so I just is like, I don't, I, this is not for but me. But how, how does he not realize he's an al- anomaly at that point? Like, you can't call shows bad just because you are very specific and don't relate to it. Well, he's just like, saying... What do, you, what do you relate to? <laughs> The criticism that he has, though, is that, like, it, it, it doesn't, like, or beyond the layer of trying to relate, it doesn't have the layer of universality. Like, it relies on its relation without the relation. I think it's really funny 
besides that. The thing is, too, I've only seen one clip from it, and I thought it was, I mean, there was no, it was just, it was the dog thing where it's like he has that medical condition where he's as he's self-aware or whatever, and it's like, oh, God, <laughs> like that, that's not sexual or vulgar at all. So. Yeah. I'd say give it a shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm only on, like, episode four or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Is the art happening? style is a little... Uh, off-putting, I'll tell you that. I mean, but so is I thought Brothers. that about Rick and Morty when I first oh, saw God. it. Yeah, I was Rick just, and Morty's... What did you think of the finale? Of Rick and Morty? Um, I thought... So, this third season, I had a theory, like a one of those fan theories yeah. about Rick, the whole show, Rick and Morty, but this third season's kind of been, like, putting that theory to rest. Like, it basically been saying, like, what, what I was thinking wasn't, like, valid anymore. But the finale totally validated it. Uh, it, because he had like a line where there are infinite number of, of Ricks talking to their daughters at this exact same location like sort of a yeah. throwaway line or whatever and my, my theory is that like uh, every single theory that exists about Rick and Morty is true in some Rick and Morty universe mm. like this one Citadel, there's infinite Citadels it's just this is the one that we're uh, okay. dealing with right now like People don't seem to understand the infinite, I think. And so they try to theorize about the show, but, like, it could very possibly be we watching a different Rick and a different Morty every episode. I don't want to, to poo-poo on that, but I thought that when we were first introduced to the Citadel, they said that this exists outside of that. I mean, it exists in a, in a dimension. No, they say, like, outs- they, they have an outside of this, like, interdimensional, like, thing. But how, how do we know that, that another one of those doesn't exist somewhere else? I mean, it's true. I mean, like, but the idea... <laughs> but the thing is, is that this, this is telling us yes or no... And mm-hmm. I thought that they had said that this was an exception, that they created this outside of the infinite cosmos. I just, I think infinite's way bigger. And there's another set of people who said the exact same thing. Okay. Kind of a thing. But I understand what you're, talking, what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know how we got on this tangent. But <laughs> oh, just the theory, or like, how'd you like the finale? Yeah, um, I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was eh. In, ter- <laughs> in, terms, in terms of like the previous episodes that like led up to it. Um, I just feel like it was kind of neat seeing him kind of duke it out with the president, but then at, like the very end with the whole like um drama with his daughter, it's just like, eh. and then he just left. Yeah, I actually only cared about that second part, and I really didn't care about the president part at all. I was like, no. Like, I'm really surprised that they answered that question in the exact in the next episode. Like yeah. I thought they were gonna leave the is Beth a clone open ended, and they were just like, so is she it. or no, she's not. Okay. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess we don't know. We don't Rick know. could always be lying, but like, I think it, the point is it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. God, I love that part where it's like, oh, I must be a clone because I remember hating that <laughs> day. It's like. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's pretty pathetic though, and I—I I mean, he's back. I guess yeah. kind of, it's going to be like season one, a little bit more streamlined. Yeah, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that is my—that is the answer to my question. I suppose. I mean, that—that—that's what a good sitcom is. It's where you don't mess with the form to the point where you can't put it back at right. any point. So this is true. I mean, it's weird to think because the show feels like it's a lot longer than it is. Like, yeah, there's only three seasons, and that's crazy. Right. And I mean, to compare the other season finales, it's like, this really isn't even... We don't have enough at the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you buying into the Christmas special? Or if, like... So did you watch the after credits thing? 
Oh, yeah. I did, but I, don't, I didn't make any connection about a Christmas special. I mean, he said, said he said, we'll be back, and I might have, like, a Santa beard or something. Oh, okay. So people are like, they're going to do a Christmas uh, special, or, like, okay. season four is going to be this Christmas. <laughs> It'll be, a, it would be a special. It wouldn't be, for yeah. sure. Um, I want to see the Christmas special and them in Atlantis getting that mermaid puss. I'm missing I think you missed the point of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't care about the rest of the episode. Just Jesus. <laughs> my puss. What the hell? <laughs> Clowns. That's what I just heard you say. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, that was a great episode. <laughs> and really I think episode. Uh, Justin Roiland was the only voice actor in the whole episode. Sure. It was just Ricks and Morty's. Yeah. I mean, most of the episodes, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously most of... Right. All of them, but I think he was the only Exclusive. voice actor. In the whole yeah. Episode. Um. Do you guys have you guys ever gotten into Hannibal Lecter and that kind of stuff? No. So you never seen you Silence would... of the Lambs? I've seen uh, Silence of the Lambs. Okay, that's really pieces. that's like one of my favorite movies. Okay, like, the movie's so good, and this TV show is not very oh, good. No. It's so dramatic. Is this like in the same universe as Silence of the Lambs? No. Okay. Well, it's just yes, the same no. It's story. The, it's the same kind of. It, it, it. So remind or recall that uh, Silence of Lambs is about Claire or Clarice Starling. Mm-hmm. No, this is this is. It uses the books where uh, she's in it, but she's like kind of the second character, and Hannibal is of course in jail at the time. This is about before that. Uh, Hannibal is still out. He's a psychiatrist, and it's about this main character, Will Graham. And it's just, it's just not doing it for me. I got, I'm like, you know, good, like nine episodes in and it's 45 minutes per episode. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just like, they're trying to make the main character be like, oh, he's kind of weird, socially awkward, kind of like autistic. But like, he's not, which is always bad in my opinion. And then he's like kind of weirdly like psychic. And it's like, you really, I kind of like how the Saw movies where like the Jigsaw character was just like really weirdly omniscient and kind yes. of a god for no reason for no reason this is not acceptable it's yeah. just like this is, makes no effing sense like if you have a character that is this don't make him the main character like I think it'd be totally fine if this character existed but wasn't the main focus because what do I what do I care about like he, he can win all the time like, yeah you know um it is very gay oh and that that was always a discussion about this TV show and there was this weird moment where like I say weird because this is how I felt as it was going on, uh, where, like, the main female, basically, like, they kiss, and I'm like, why is this happening? Seems, like, out of character for this <laughs> for this show at the moment. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was just my final thought. I just wish things weren't so dramatic. Like, why can't we have, why can't things be normal? Like, it reminds me, like, of, like, Disney Channel shows. Like, it's always gotta be some really specific, mm-hmm. super exciting other life, and it's like, why can't we just watch normal people? If That's, that's sort of, like, a, an issue I had with like, the only pretty much issue I had with Westworld is that it's all just so fantasy. Kind of, the way people talk, the way people act yeah. around each other, it's all just sort of like... Avoid spoiling, by the way, because I'm... Yeah, to... yeah. It's just, it's just all sort of like... It's elegant, but that's sort of like... It's not real. Yes. Kind of a thing. Like, it, it'd be so good if they did have the other characters that are not involved talk normal, and then outside, it's like very casual normal. Yeah, everyone has these weird power lines, and mm-hmm. it's like... Everybody's got a monologue for some reason. Yes. Oh, I hate things that monologue. Like, at least if it's something that's supposed to be real. Like, if it's a fan, you know, like Game of Thrones does that a lot, and it does get a little annoying, but, like, at least this is, like, this is sort of literature come alive. Mm -hmm. But Westworld, like, the whole point is that it's supposed to be 
you know, realistic to, to a degree. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Like, I just, but people really buy into it. People wouldn't, I don't think, like it as much, which it's not that it makes I know. It's, it's better, I mean, but like, exactly. It's, it's based on whether or not that is an issue right. for most people, and it probably isn't. It? No. Yeah. Uh, we're going to cut the podcast a little short this week. Um, one, because I have been getting people telling me that's still too long, like 45 minutes. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, and two, I have to take TJ, uh, somewhere. So. I got rehearsal. Thank you for watching. Um, we'll be back again next month, uh, with another guest. Hopefully it won't be TJ. Hopefully it won't be. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. Bye everybody.